SAFM Sports Wrap. SFM South Africa's news and information leader. Hello and welcome to uh, SFM Sports Ramp this fine Thursday evening. Plenty of sport to talk about tonight as we take you up to the top of the hour. And uh, on a day in which South Africa and India are clashing in the first of the one-day internationals. We'll get details of that in just a moment. I can tell you as well that we're also going to be talking cricket today. As Rivash Gobind and Grant Morgan, the coaches of the uh, Warriors and the Dolphins respectively, are going to join us on the show and chat about what has been happening in terms of their franchises after their fantastic victories in their respective uh, Momentum One Day Cup semi-finals over the past two days. And indeed, they are meeting tomorrow on the same pitch, incidentally, that uh, India and South Africa are playing on at Kingsmead at the moment. But I'll get into uh, some sports news first with uh, football. Kaiser Chiefs have uh, received rave reviews from a FIFA and CAF delegation following their visit to the club last month. Officials from the African and World Football uh, Governing Body were in the country to conduct a case study for the uh, operational models of Chiefs as well as Soweto rivals Orlando Pirates. The delegation that was led by FIFA professional football advisor Andres Portabella and CAF club licensing manager Ahmed Haraz visited Pirates on the 22nd and 23rd of January before visiting the Chiefs village in Naturina over the following three days. And of course, you have since been singled out for praise with Portabella and Haraz left rather impressed with what they saw throughout the club's uh, various structures. Further afield, West Ham has suspended uh, Director of Recruitment Tony Henry while the Premier League club investigates allegations that he made racist remarks about African players. According to the Daily Mail newspaper, Henry said the Hammers wanted to limit the number of African players because they have a bad attitude and cause mayhem when they are not in the team. Henry, it was claimed, suggested it was a policy supported by club management but insisted West Ham had uh, nothing against African race at all. So rugby news now. Springbok 7's uh, veteran Bronco Dupree will join the team in New Zealand after injuries struck yet again, ruling out potential debutant Muller Duplessis from the forthcoming tournament in Hamilton. Dupree was called up uh, to replace uh, Duplessis, who injured his hamstring during the team's training session earlier today. The Blitzbox veteran, who has played in 57 tournaments for his country and scored 1,100 points, was originally ruled out of the Australasian trip due to a hamstring injury, but is now fully recovered. Meanwhile, Blitzbox have been drawn in Pool A alongside Scotland, Papua New Guinea and Malaysia for the 2018 Commonwealth Games on Australia's Gold Coast. The sevens event takes place from the 13th to the 15th of April. Saskok earlier this week announced the South African Commonwealth Games squad from the for the event. Uh, from the April, it starts on the 4th to the 15th, but said the Springbok 7th team would only be announced at the end of February. Meanwhile, in the women's event, South Africa was drawn in Pool A alongside New Zealand, Canada and Kenya. I can tell you as well that uh, in motorsport news, uh, Formula One's governing body, the International Automobile Federation, or FIA, has announced a new Tesla-based electronic production car series that has been officially sanctioned. Electric GT Holdings said in a statement that the first EPCS championship would start in mid-2018 with races around Europe and involve up to 20 drivers competing in uh, race-prepared Tesla Model SP100D cars. The car passed its official FIA crash test in Barcelona last week. Cricket news. Uh, let me go to some international uh, news for you. Uh, Sri Lanka reached 187 for one at Stumps on day two in reply to Bangladesh Tigers' uh, first innings 513 in Chittagong. Danaj Jaya da Silva was not out in 104, while Kushal Mendes was on 83. Sri Lanka still trailing the hosts by 326 runs. And then uh, South Africa up against uh, India at the moment. India find themselves 86 for two in reply to South Africa, posted a rather respectable 269 for eight following a good captain's knock by Fafdu Pasiva. 120 in the first one day international in Durban. That's your sports news. SAFM Sports Wrap. 
So much to talk about in terms of uh, sport, and I'm delighted we'll be talking cricket in just a moment with uh, Grant Morgan of uh, the Dolphins and indeed Rivash Gobind of the Warriors. We'll be uh, talking a little bit about uh, who, what, when, why, how ahead of tomorrow's final momentum. One day cup action, it's going to be live at Kingsmead for you in Durban. So if you are in the area, tickets are available. Get yourselves down to Kingsmead tomorrow. It's the same venue where South Africa and India are currently playing in India 86 for two in reply to South Africa's 269 for eight. But let's head down to the mother city now. Plenty to talk about after incredible victory. Ajax Cape Town, very impressive 3-0 win over Orlando Pirates in an APSA Premiership match at uh, Cape Town Stadium last night. Delighted to welcome on the line our good old friend and his fourth stint at coach of Ajax Cape Town, Mushin Etugal. Mushin, thanks for joining us. Good evening. Good evening. Thank you uh, and uh, good evening to the listeners. Oh, it's great to chat to you again. I, I know you love it when a game plan comes together, eh? Yeah, it is. Uh, in the end, is uh, obviously the execution is important. But uh, when you plan and you put it together, and hopefully uh, the boys can apply it very well, and they did, uh, they did, uh, they did add, add on a lot of other elements into it, and uh, they deserve great respect from yesterday night. Yeah, I mean, you you've also got the new signings to click very uh, very quickly. I suppose some 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 have suggested that that third goal was made at Klerkop, but you know it does suggest something about the importance of new signings as well. It does. Um, obviously, both players I know very well, uh, especially Giorgio uh, Zamani. Uh, he's, a, he's a player that I always worked also previously together and then, uh, always love to have with him. He's an offensive player. Uh, he plays in the channel very well. He understands the closing patterns. And um, I must say that he was very impressive for his first game yesterday. Yeah, I think uh, I think he was. Uh, and Zachary, of course, for those uh, fine finishes, it's uh, wonderful to see. Uh, but uh, overall, uh, just talking about the signings, uh, Mushin, if I can get your take on this. Are you happy with the signings you made during the transfer window, or did you feel you were one or two players short? Uh, no, actually, it's okay. Um, if you go too much on the market, you will. The, the, the window is always uh, window transfer is always a, for me a problematic. Uh, you have six months time, and the players need to get uh, quick as possible adjusted to that what you want. Uh, generally, it doesn't happen very quickly. Uh, obviously, with Zwane, I knew a player that plays a certain system that he understands very well what we want from him. He worked together with me before. And uh, so, I think the signings are good. We still have uh, a lot of other talents uh, are still staying at the back and want to um, have a chance to play. And uh, that will also be very soon. They're getting closer and closer. Like Jägen, uh, our youngster yesterday night uh, on the left wing. Uh, I think it was, it was marvelous to watch, and uh, we have some couple of other young, young, young players being ready for to to have the first lineup. Just on the point of uh, a couple of the players that you have with you, I know Cedric George has been much spoken about, and of course people keep saying, "How can a guy that scores twenty odd goals in a season in the national first division never quite kick it on at uh, at APSA Premiership level?" Have you been working with him? I know you've been only with Ajax Cape Town again for a very limited time. I mean, you're still in your first month effectively there, but have you been working with somebody like him to see the potential and see where you can go? Yeah, for sure. That's exactly the player that you're talking about, what I just mentioned before, uh, a youngster that uh, has a big potential. But in the end, um, we had to also Sergio playing on the right side. I was not very happy with him. We have Grant Magaman in the middle. Yeah. Uh, that also needs a bit time. Now, Jägen is in. Uh, you need to also be uh, very careful. Um, other reflexes what you need at the moment uh, when you defend, when your offensive uh, patterns are in. Other reflexes are good enough. Uh, others ones need a bit more time. Uh, like Sedwin. He is a complete box player. So last couple of games, we were not thinking about staying up front and pressurizing. Um, we have actually generally 25, 30 meters to the opponent goal. Uh, after losing the ball, we have a certain role to do. And then for him, it would be very far 
and that's what makes them his game not very valuable. And so you need to find the ways when we're a little bit more upfront, when we're staying more upfront and pressurize upfront. That's when it actually set his game. Machine, if I could just break away from this for a moment. Uh, I know a lot of people have been focusing about the uh, PSL dispute resolution chamber decision uh, to, to find for uh, IX Cape Town and uh, Tendai Ndoro to play for you. Uh, but how do you feel about the Pirates' protest, indeed the, the, the PSL's decision to, to appeal, and does this put undue pressure on you not to field Ndoro perhaps in future matches? Well, for me, the rule is very clear, actually. The interpretation is that what you need to look into. Uh, for me, the rule says very clearly that... Uh, I think when you look to FIFA website and when you check that uh, and translate it properly, then you can see that actually there's an open gate. Uh, it's generally how you interpret that. And I think yeah, it's quite normal that also Orlando Paris has appealed for it. And, uh, not appealed for it. Played uh, uh, under protest, which is quite normal. Everyone do that uh, in the end. I think for me, uh, when the Federation uh, has given a green light for me on lunchtime, uh, to field the players, so that was that was for me it, and that's the rest. Is I think the administration issues, but generally uh, I feel that the player uh, looking into the players' movement worldwide, it's very clearly stated that uh, three players, uh, three teams under one roof, uh, like one federation. But he played now. Uh, it was also an overlapping. Uh, that is actually the interpretation thing. What is overlapping? How far is overlapping? And these are the things that we need, we need to think about, and, and 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 the interpretation has to be found the right way. And obviously he went um, out to another country, come back, and uh, obviously played now under South African Association on the two teams. Um, it's uh, when players move uh, abroad and come back, uh, then just imagine he doesn't make it there, and then he needs to stay or stay out of the game because he has moved on. Uh, that would be actually for the player the downfall. And uh, by the players' movement worldwide today, it's for me very clearly that it's, it goes for three teams under one federation. Yeah, it, it, uh, there are a few complications there is, uh, for, for a number of reasons. Uh, I don't want to get into too many of them, but one of the things I do want to note, though, uh, Mushin, Ajax Cape Town hadn't scored three goals in a game going back to November 2016. You pitch up and they've scored three goals in a game twice in the last four. What, what's changed? Yeah. Uh, yes, for me, is that when I came in, firstly, we needed to think about what are the what are the strengths of our team, what are the weaknesses, and... Uh, um, are we a team can hold on to the ball? Are we a team that can need to sit back? Um, can we count on when we count on? Is it more uh, wing play or is it more uh, keeping the ball position and go to diagonal forms in, in the third zone? But sometimes we are in, in too quickly in opening zone and lose the ball in the build-up processes. So there are all elements that you need to be uh, like a found, uh, like a fine-tuning orchestra. You need to find a way of um, training and training and training. So the biggest problem that I have at the moment is that. Uh, the time of training session was not long enough because we have uh, every three games a game. So that means it was only uh, game preparation uh, training sessions. Uh, in the end, if, uh, you you cook it uh, a little bit here, a little bit there, yeah, when you look when you when you adjust that to the sessions. Uh, I think when we have a little bit more time, then we can we can look into. Uh, obviously, I found that um, from a counter-attacking perspective, uh, the team is very quick and very good. So then we, we opted to, to do to play in a counter-attacking situation. Well, I tell you, it seems to have worked out in sensational style, and the way the uh, new signings are slotted in, I think, is very impressive. But, uh, Machine, well done on what was a uh, well-orchestrated and uh, well-played uh, match last night. Best of luck, certainly, away to Pulaguane City in your next match. Thank you. Thank you very much. Good evening to you and to the listeners. Okay, let's get uh, an update from what is happening between South Africa and India in the first one-day international in Durban. Aslam Kota is at Kingsmead. Aslam, good evening. Good evening, Dwayne. 
And I can tell you that uh, India are reasonably well placed at the moment. The captain hitting a four of this last delivery of the 19th over to take India past that uh, 100 mark. They're 101 for two after 19 with Rahani on 12 of 18 and Kohli on 29 of 37. This in reply to South Africa's 269 for eight in their 50 overs. The two wickets that have fallen, Rohit Sharma was caught by Dukok of Morkel playing for a short ball. It was certainly not short. Top edged it and a steepling delivery, a steepling catch it was. Dukok completing it very nicely. 20 of 34, Sharma hit two fours and one six. And then Shikhar Dhawan was needlessly run out. A direct hit from Markram saw the end of him and he was in full flow. 35 of 29, hit six fours and it was the fault of the captain Virat Kohli. He was dropped on naught. It slipped and uh, he's uh, since then moved on to, as I said, 29 and Rahane is there with him on 18. For South Africa, it was highlighted by a superb 120 of 112 balls and that coming off the bat of Faf Duplessis, his ninth ton for South Africa and also second versus the Indians. There was also 34 at the top of the order for Quinton de Kock. 37 to Chris Morris in the lower order and Anirlech Pellahuayo played really well for his 27 of 33 and uh, he was very much a part of that partnership in the end of 62 runs. They ended with 269 as I said for 8. 3 for 34 for Kuldeep Yadav the spinner and the other spinner picked up 2 for 45 that was Yajuvendra uh, Chahal. So 2 for 45 for him. At present, India are looking well placed. They're scoring at just about 5.3 per over. They're 102 for 2 in the 20th over with Virat Kohli on 29, Rahani on 18. Aslam Koda, SABC Sport. Thank you, Aslam. SAFM Sports Wrap. SAFM, South Africa's news and information leader. Let's talk uh, cricket now because uh, it's a very entertaining final in prospect of the Momentum One Day Cup. It is going to be the Hollywood Bets Dolphins playing the Warriors at Sahara Stadium Kingsmead in Durban tomorrow. Yes, that's right. Same venue that the Proteas in India are currently uh, playing in. But let's uh, let's talk about the Warriors because they pulled off a rather... Well, you could call it an upset. You you really could. Uh, they, they beat the Titans by eight wickets with 15 overs to spare in the first of the One Day uh, Cup semi-finals in Centurion that was on Tuesday unbelievable stuff from uh, from the batsman Gian Kluta I still think is having one of the best seasons I've seen for uh, for a player John John Smuts Yassin Valley were there at the death and saw the uh, Warriors over the finish line we got the coach of the Warriors Rivash Gobin on the line Rivash good to chat to you good evening yeah, thank you for having me uh, beating the Titans it's impressive stuff in itself but uh, to do so comfortably was uh, was exceptional how do you how do you sum up that performance yeah, I think it's it's probably been coming for a while. Uh, we've been playing pretty well uh, from about the fifth game on in the competition. And, I mean, we've played against them <laughs> quite a bit in the last few years, uh, especially in knockout games. And um, it was just one of those special days where everyone just uh, did their job and we came out on top. Yeah, you say you've played against them quite a bit, in, in, especially in knockout games. Yeah, I mean, you could have had both white ball titles last season, but you didn't end up claiming anything. In fact, a number of uh, times over the years, just fallen short, and the Titans seem to have been the undoing of you for for uh, not the first time, and you've got one over them now. What would a title do for your franchise to go from the proverbial perennial bridesmaids to the bride? Yeah, I mean, it's... It, it's a it's an interesting one, you know, because perception would, would say that the Warriors are always struggling. But if you look in the last few years, we made the two finals last yeah. year. Obviously, we couldn't get over the line. This year, we're in the semi-finals of the t and now we're in the finals of the 50 of the comp. And, I mean, winning does just keep people's minds. And that old saying that no one cares who comes second, that's really true, right? So hopefully, we can put our silverware on the table and, and that's going to remember this season. Uh, for a long time to come. 
Yeah, I think it's been about 10 years since the last time you guys picked up this uh, this uh, this title. I think, in fact, you were still playing for the Dolphins the last time the Warriors actually uh, won this title. But, I mean, it is your first stint in charge as, as, as Warriors coach now, and you've guided them through to the, the final. How, how are you feeling? Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm pretty happy. Uh, I'm very grateful for the way the guys have responded to, to whatever I've tried to do. Um, obviously, every individual is different, and I've tried to introduce some, some new thinking and and a fresh way of doing things, not actually throwing away all that we've been doing over the last few years, because there has been a lot of good stuff that's been brought up, uh, especially with uh, with Buddy Bongwe, yeah. uh, who's now with the coach. So, just basically just trying to build on, on what's left behind and, and just maybe make it a little bit stronger. And yeah, I'm really grateful uh, for the response that I've, uh, that I've got from the players. Um, you, you mentioned that Amalie Bongwe Maketa, obviously with the uh, with the national team now. But uh, have you been in touch with him? I mean, do you still keep in contact? Do you still uh, check in for a little bit of advice now and then? Yeah, I mean, initially it was just uh, we decided we'll just do a team break. He uh, needs to settle in there. I need to settle in here. But uh, in the last two weeks, there's, there's been a few messages back and forth. He is an Eastern Cape and a Warrior guy. He's been supporting us all the way. Obviously, with the amount of Titans guys in their Proteus squad, we gave him a little bit of uh, ammo to, to hit back at them with. I think he's been taking a little bit of heat there from <laughs> Fair enough. I can imagine that's uh, that's the case. But look, I mean, on on the face of it, though, uh, as you say, the second half of the league phase was a little better than the first half uh, because it was a bit one-sided. When you look at the table at face value, one one of the teams in the semi-final was top of the log comfortably, 33 points, and the other team, of course, scraped into the uh, into the uh, the knockout stages with 17 points. So uh, you, you're being labelled as underdogs because of the way you reached the final. Would you say that's a, a fair assessment, or do you feel you're you're a side that's on the up at the right time? Yeah, I think the way our system is built, that all the franchises are fairly evenly matched, and on any given day you can get a, what what the public will call an upset. But I guarantee you, when the Titans play any team in the competition, yeah. they're not just expecting them to roll over. And I know people will say that they finished top and they should be in the final. But I think the, the system with, with the four semi-finals is great for us because it allows our domestic players to play in a knockout game under that pressure, which only can make them better going forward, and especially um, when they represent the protest. On that point, though, uh, Rivash, I mentioned that you played for the Dolphins. Is, is this a bit of a bit of a sweet final for you, facing the side that you played for for, if I'm not mistaken, your entire professional career? Yeah, I mean, it, it is a place where I learned probably all of my cricket. Um, learned from a lot of uh, senior pros, Dale Benjamin, Lance and the like. Uh, worked with some good coaches while I was there as well. Graham Ford uh, comes to mind, and, and Lance later on. So, and even now, I, I've still been in contact with the Dolphins guys, even since I left to the Eastern Cape. Built some good friendships and some great relationships there. So, yeah, I mean, it's going to be a great day tomorrow. Obviously, it's competitive while the game is on. But, uh, yeah, I wish everyone well. And the best team, as they say, will, uh, will come out on top at the end of the day. I want to ask you about a couple of individuals. I know it's 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 never uh, some shy away from it completely talking about individuals, but uh, you know I mentioned Gian Clute has been very impressive for me this season. He's got an average of well over fifty. He's got a strike rate of of nearly a hundred, and he's been a standout player, I think, in your performance. And of course, you've got somebody like John John Smuts, who's who's never present. And uh, Lestebo Nguepa was sensational opening the batting the other day as well. Uh, yeah. A lot of really really great performances with with the bat. Uh, we. When you look at that batting lineup, though, I mean, do you feel comfortable and confident as a coach every time that you send those 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 guys out to bat? 
Yeah, I mean, with Gian, we've, we've managed to find something in his game that's really working for him. So that's, that's excellent for us. I mean, he started off as a young guy with a lot of potential and got picked for South Africa A quite early on in his career. The last few years, he sort of drifted, but I think he's on the upper game. And, and with Lucibo, he's been batting in the middle order for us, so we've decided to, to change his role and give him an opportunity at the top of the order. And I think it really suits the skill set that he's got. And he's starting to really show some, some excellent promise there. So in terms of an opening pair going forward, I'm hoping that those two can, can go out there and do it for us. And uh, as you say, John John, I mean, he's, he's very consistent uh, for us. He's, he's one of our banker players. And, I mean, in the, in the semi-final, he stood up and, and played a massive innings as a kick player there from the front, so that was great. But also, in terms of excitement, someone like Christian Jonker has been a little yeah. bit quiet during the last half, but, I mean, we all know how destructive he could be, and he's a massive player for us. And, and generally, when the occasion is... Okay, well, I look forward to seeing what Christian Jonker can do indeed. But uh, but John John Spice, as well as batting, he, he does uh, offer a few dibbly dobblers that take wickets from time to time. But Sisanda Magala, I think, has been the very impressive uh, bowler for me. Uh, what's he on? 18 wickets, I think. Uh, and, and I think that puts him near right near the top of the, uh, the the wickets. I haven't checked the latest standings, but I think he's second yeah. overall. Uh, he's been really, really top class throughout this campaign. Yeah, I mean, he's been excellent. He's, he's gotten us off the good starts with the ball. His control has been really improved this year. Um, and he's bowled with good pace. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, whenever we've needed a wicket or we've needed something special to happen, he's done that for us. And he's been a, he's been a really consistent performer. And, and he's a big part of our lineup and our unit. Well, Rivash, uh, listen, thanks so much for uh, chatting to us tonight. I certainly wish you everything of the best. Congratulations on a wonderful semi-final performance over the Titans and best of luck against the Dolphins tomorrow. Pleasure, Dwayne. Thank you very much. SAFM Sports Wrap. Before we get to uh, Dolphins coach, let's actually catch up. Uh, India 114 for two at the moment uh, after 21.2 overs against uh, South Africa. Uh, that's where things stand between uh, South Africa and India in the first one day international. And why I mention it uh, over and over again is because the uh, the same pitch, the same venue is going to be used for tomorrow's Momentum One Day Cup finals. Make sure you get on down to Sahara Stadium, Kingsmead and Durban and catch the finals. The Dolphins host the Warriors. Now, we've got the Dolphins coach, uh, Grant Morgan, on the line. Grant, thanks for joining us. Good evening. Thanks so much again for having me on the show. I really appreciate it. Great to chat to you, Grant. Uh, listen, uh, uh, Christian Jonker is touted by Rivash to to come to come right tomorrow, and we know he's a particularly destructive player. But uh, do you, do you feel that finals are often determined by uh, a couple of uh, individual performances? Could it be someone's day? Oh, you know, just to reflect on Christian, you know, when that global league came around, I had the privilege of being, you know, um, given the duty of being assistant coach to the Jade Giants and. They were a totally independent um, element um, uh, as an Indian-owned uh, um, team from Delhi Daredevils. And Yonker was immediately um, kind of like earmarked by them. And I mean, I knew him having worked at the Warriors. And of course, he's, he's a massive player for them. Um, so, yeah, you know, um, yeah, tomorrow holds uh, opportunity for everybody, for individuals. For Rivash as a coach, who uh, is a great guy and, and is HD's marking Dolphins cricket over the years. It's just a great opportunity for all of us to to make the history and put our na- put our names down on 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 something special. Yeah, you were at the Warriors. Rivash was at the Dolphins for his entire career, actually. Uh, but but yeah, you're right about history. The Dolphins haven't actually won this uh, the, the the one day going back, I think, 16 years now, Grant. What would it mean to you to actually create history with the Dolphins tomorrow? 
Yeah, no, I've had an interesting life, never been married, never, you know, cricket's been pretty much something that, that's kind of like uh, uh, been something that's um, always always won in my life. Uh, personally, for me, it would mean everything, um, but it's not about me, it's about it's about the community, it's about the families, the players, the, the people in Durban to be able to attach themselves to something special. We've had a Curry Cup final that we lost in rugby, we've had a Ram Slam final. You know, we're just really into making the people of Durban happy. This is a lifestyle thing. This is about communities. It's about happiness. It's about those kinds of... It would mean everything for us to, to make the people of Durban happy and obviously ourselves. Uh, that, that People love making themselves happy. That's an offset uh, thing to that. Let me just go back to uh, yesterday's uh, semi-final, obviously uh, beating the Cobras by 49 runs, but it was a bit of a roller coaster again, Grant, and you guys are making a bit of a habit of these uh, Momentum One Day Cup roller coasters uh, from, from nearly losing it against the Cobras in a match that Robbie Frailing had to two sixes off the final two balls to win when you should have clearly had it uh, wrapped up long before then with Van Vaak and Ervia, the way they had started. These these uh, emotional roller coasters are great for audiences, uh, I suspect, but uh, batting collapses, does that concern you as a, as a coach? You know, every, you know, every ball concerns concerns me. Every every um, bottle top lying around at Kingsmead concerns me. We, we, we want to be the guys who are picking up the cans at Kingsmead, picking up the bottle tops, taking care of each ball, walking in every time. Now, every moment in life is a chance to either get a little bit better or a little bit worse. And um, you never get to stay the same. So we just want to keep trying to improve. I do think that the, the people of Durban can celebrate the fact that we have become, firstly, a team that's difficult to beat. Secondly, a team that's improving. The, 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 the writing's on the wall in that case. Tomorrow's another opportunity. Are we going to become an also-ran and, and say that we've done well this season and that's our happy place? Or are we going to try to become the best team that we can and, and, and really ram it home? The Warriors and, and Rivas will be making their plans. They're not planning on losing, neither are we. You know, to, tomorrow night at, 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 at half past nine, the, the, the writing will be on the wall, and that's what we've got to make sure we determine. And, um, you know, batting collapses, bowling collapses, whatever. We've got to keep trying to get better every moment. I tell you, you're a side that has gotten better with every moment throughout much of this campaign. But briefly, Grant, just uh, watching the, the, the ODI between South Africa and, uh, and India, the, the Kingsmead pitch, you of course know it well, but how is it playing at the moment, considering you're going to be playing on it tomorrow? Yeah, you know, I mean, 114 for 2, 2, 269. It's, it's, I think it's a, it's a wicket that, um, you know, sometimes you get those Centurion Park wickets that just line up as your 400s and it's, it's a case of both teams going all out and, and, and whatever. I think a wicket like the other teams need calls for a, a little bit. Uh, uh, it's, a, it's a fair contest. You've got to make the right decisions at the right time. It could be 280. It could be 250. It could be 300 if you play it well. It could be whatever. It calls for, you know, bravery comes in different ways in life. And sometimes the bravest guys are the guys who settle for the, for the least, you know. Um, and sometimes the bravest teams are the ones who take it really deep. Uh, so I think it's just a great contest. We're going to have to be brave tomorrow, both teams. And, 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 and if you bat first or bowl first, get the right numbers on the board and make the right decisions at the right time. I'm just going to say 425 is what, uh, what the Titans managed to put up against the Warriors in last year's final. That's all I'm going to say, Grant. Best of luck tomorrow. <laughs> We're trying for 1,800. That's the six of every ball. No, I'm only joking. Thanks a lot. <laughs> I love the mentality. Best of luck tomorrow, Grant. Cheers. <laughs> Thank you. Bye-bye.
SAFM Sports Wrap. Graham Morgan, coach of uh, the Dolphins, who are going to be taking on the uh, Warriors in tomorrow's Moenza One Day Cup final. Exciting times it has been, and really the, the, the players from both sides have been uh, sensational in their performances. So if you get a chance, go on down and watch uh, watch the action at Sahara Stadium, Kingsmead, tomorrow. That's all we have time for tonight. We encourage you to get in touch with us. SFM Radio on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Any comments or questions about the show, please uh, mail the executive producer, Cool Chick. You can use sport at sfm.co.za. Now, Lady Muleo and Criselda Dudumasha are going to be up after the news with the uh, talk shop. Tonight, no, just Criselda, just Criselda. I'm being waved at through the window here. My thanks uh, to the team tonight uh, from uh, Luyolum Kalipi, producer, sound engineer, uh, Zamak Kalipi, and me, Dwayne Deloka. Have a lovely evening. Cheers. It's seven o'clock.